Welcome to So You Wanna Be with Tammy Washington. In today's podcast, we are interviewing Eshawn Bolton and our executive from Capitol Records. In this interview, he's going to teach you how to get into the music industry, whether you wanna be behind the scenes or if you want to be an artist or a star. So, you wanna be in the music industry? Well, please listen in. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. So you want to be in the music industry. Today, we're going to be interviewing Eshawn Bolden, an A&R executive for Capitol Records. Eshawn, thank you so much for coming on to the call. No problem. Thank you for having me. Well, we're just going to jump straight into it because people have been emailing questions in, and I really want people to understand what it takes to get into the music industry, whether it's behind the scenes or out on the stage, and I'm so happy that you're going to be here today to tell us all about how to do that. So first, could you just tell us just a little bit about how you got your start in the music industry? Oh, wow. Um, well, I mean, I guess you could say music has kind of been in my blood. Uh, my, my mom and dad, they were uh, recording artists. Um, they had a lot of local success. Um, no, you know, not really any big major success but I was always around it since I was a kid. Um, so, you know, they did videos, uh, they wrote songs, they were in the studio. Um, they had an A&R guy. Um, so I was around kind of all of it and I got to see, um, kind of firsthand what A&R really was. And so when you decided like, you know what, this is what I want to do. This is, you know, the industry I want to pursue. What, what would you say like were your first steps into getting into the industry? Um, what it was, it's funny the way it kind of happened was um you know i uh you know i was i was there was two things that i was destined to do either play basketball or be in the music industry uh because i played basketball throughout high school uh, my mother and father were in the music industry so i was just i lived in those two worlds so um around my senior year when i figured that i wasn't going to go to the nba i figured i'd go to college you know kind of go the traditional route uh, ended up going to college, uh, lasted to my sophomore year, uh, because I knew uh, before I went what I wanted to do, uh, and that was music. And at the same time, they were raising tuition and, you know, everything was, was rough. Uh, so I made the decision to, uh, fly out to LA, or excuse me, I actually drove, drove out to LA, um, to be an intern for a major record label. Uh, the way that I was able to do that is, I pretty much just every every week bugged the HR representative at one of the major labels to the point where, you know, she gave me a couple of days to come down there and, and and I made the trip. So that I mean that was pretty much my my kind of for, foray into the music industry. Yep, that's why I always call you Lil Puff Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> well it's funny so- though because Go ahead. Uh, go ahead. No, no, no. Oh, go I ahead. was gonna say it, it's funny because um, you know when you when you're young and and you see guys like Puff Daddy, you kind of figure like, oh, I'm just gonna go down here and do this real quick and be the man. And then when I got down there and I was I was getting Starbucks and you know getting lunch all day and nobody would teach me anything. I kind of got a got a rude awakening on how this this process really goes. Um, yeah. Yeah, so 
And it's funny because people always come to me a lot and they say, well, how do I get into this industry or how do I get into that industry? And I always tell people one of the first things that you can do or that you should do is offer to work for free because it, number one, gives you an opportunity to see what actually happens in that industry. And then number two, it gives you an opportunity to start meeting people. So let's talk real quick about just kind of your days as an intern. So you started off getting coffee and just realizing like, whoa, this is harder than I thought. <laughs> yeah, so, so it was very... There? Well, here's the thing. It was very frustrating. Um, I, I was in a place that I had... I only had one auntie that I was living with. And um, I didn't know anybody, you know? So I was in this foreign place. I didn't know how this thing worked. I would just show up every day and do whatever anybody told me to do. Um until I realized, like, wait a second, I'm in this place. So stop expecting people to tell me, give me the information, and why don't I just kind of soak up the information on my own? And that was a fundamental, uh, you know, change in my mind that really uh, propelled me. You know, it was to stop looking for somebody to give me a handout and realize that I'm in this place and I can go get it myself. I have access to the information. So for me, you know, I I had to make myself valuable. So being a young guy who doesn't know anything or know anybody, how can I make myself valuable? Well, I figured, you know, since I am the young guy and and most of these executives, they have wives, kids, and a family. Why don't I go out in, in the streets and find what's hot and stay at the parties the latest and, get into the mix, knowing that these guys can't really do that. Um, so I made myself valuable that way. And I would, I would literally, you know, go find hot music, find hot artists and producers for these high level executives. Um, and they appreciated me for that because they weren't able to do it. So I kind of used my youth to my advantage. Um, oh. and once you, once you, you know, you make money for an individual in the music industry, it kind of cements the relationship, you know? So, you know, my, you know, my, my advice is always to people who are, you know, trying to get in the game, make yourself valuable and help somebody else. When you help other people, you in turn help yourself, you know, don't go in into the job asking for somebody to help you or give you this or give you that. Cause the truth is they don't owe you anything. They don't owe you any information. They don't have to do anything for you. So make yourself valuable to people and you'll, you know, you'll kind of rise above, you know, above everybody else. I think that's fantastic, fantastic advice. And so how did you move from intern to A&R executive? Um, well, I think, um, you know, like I said, it, it, it took a while, but it was just the consistency of helping executives. Helping people, helping people make money, helping people move up. Because what happens is in this business is as as your friends move up, you move up. You know, it's like a big chain. So, um, you know, when I started working with different executives, I would help them get their promotion, and then they would bring me on. You know what I mean? It's that it's that type of relationship that you have to have instead of trying to trying to take your boss's job. You should try to help your boss get a higher job because then in turn, they help, they bring you up, up as well. Because in this business, it's all about trust, you know, and, and people are going to be trustworthy to, to the people 
that trust them. So, wow. So I had to learn that. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing advice. And that's, and I think that's great advice for any industry. Um, I remember one of my first mentors telling me that your job is to help your boss move up. Absolutely. That's your job. Your job is to make your boss look good. It's not about making yourself Absolutely. look good. If you make your boss look good, you're good. Don't worry about trying to make yourself look good. <laughs> yep. Yep, exactly. Exactly. That's the, you know, you, if you if you come from a place of I want to help versus gimme, 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 um, then you'll you'll move you'll move up in life. And I mean, not even just in music, just in life period. You yeah. know, uh, people want to talk to people that can offer help versus people that always want a handout. Yep. So. so what exactly does an A&R executive do? So for people who may be thinking like, oh, the music industry might be something I'm thinking about getting into in the future, what exactly do you do on an everyday basis? Oh, man, we do a lot. Um, well, for starters, we, you know, we are the liaison between the artists and the label. So um, we go out and we sign artists. Um once we sign artists, we help them make their album. Uh, and by doing that, we put them in a studio with different writers and producers uh, to hopefully create hit records. And then after we have a product, uh, we are the advocate for our artists in our building. Uh, meaning once we have a product, you know, it's our, it's our job to, um, you know, get the rest of the building excited about our artists. Um, our, and, and what, what we also do is we are the the voice for our artists, you know. So a lot of it is is, you know, on the creative side, being being the the mad scientist, um, finding artists or excuse me, finding writers and producers that will work well with our artists. Um, also being a therapist and educating our artists. You know, sometimes when you're dealing with creative people, you know, people who are true artists. Uh, they usually come from a true place. So imagine if you just broke up with your girlfriend or your boyfriend and you go in to write a song, you know, you're probably going to come from a different place than if you were happy. And, and it's our job to help manage our artists, um, you know, emotions, um, kind of be there for them, educate them on the process, on on how, you know, what it is to make a, a a record that can be played on the radio, uh, what the needs are for uh, our label, you know, that's all a part of, of our job. Uh, but wow. most, most importantly, if you're doing A&R the right way, um, you, you effectively uh, create a project that both the label and the artist is satisfied with. You're the middleman, making it all, bringing it all Absolutely. together. So what Absolutely. are some of the challenges that you face uh, I guess, working in this industry? Um, some of the challenges. Oh, man, there's challenges all over the place. I mean, um, you know, a lot of the challenges come from, you know, your artist wanting to make a certain type of project and the label uh, needing needing a, a, another type of project. Um, see, what the label is, you know, the label believes in artistry, but they need something that they can sell, you know, and, and some of the artists that I've worked with, you know, they, they've all, they haven't always, 
um, had the same vision as the label. So a lot of it is, is, you know, bringing the label to understand the artist and bringing the artist to understand the label's needs. Um, yeah, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's a lot of it is timing, you know, you, you, um, just because you sign an artist doesn't mean that artist is going to necessarily come out. Um, you know, so a lot of it has to do with, with timing and, and getting people to see the value in their, in your artists if they don't see it. Um, a lot of the work that we do is outside of the building as well, you know, uh, using all of our resources to, to help promote our artists, uh, to help people, to help get people in the building excited about our artists. Um, so, I mean, there's challenges all over the board, but, you know, in this business, you, you, you usually do it because you love it. And so, so challenges don't really become challenges. It's just a bit of adversity that you have to get around. Mm -hmm. Well said, well said. And so what, what would you say has probably been your biggest success since you've been in the music industry? Oh man, every day is a success, man. I mean, you know, to, to the way that I look at it, to be in a, in an industry that, um, is going through dramatic changes, um, to be in a position to be, um, you know, a tastemaker in, in music and, and to be able to, to, to help, um, change people's lives, you know, every day is, is, is a big success for me. You know, um, there's no real, I mean, I, there's no real, real, goal. I think the goal every day is to is to do my best uh with kind of the cards I've been dealt. And if I could do that then it's it's a it's truly a success for me. Mm. And so I've been you know, I've been in it for about eight years now altogether and and that's a blessing in itself. I love that. I love that because so many times we think that our biggest success is are, you know, being in the limelight or getting the big thing, but sometimes it's learning to work with what you have and being content, you know, and being able to say, I made it something successful, even though it probably wouldn't have had something else, you know, or had something gone wrong, you know? Absolutely. And, you know, when you think back to, at least when I think back to the different things that I've went through um, and probably some of the lowest points that probably taught me the most, um, and, and help me, you know, get to the, get to where I'm at, um, was going, was going through those things. And in the moment, it's the worst thing in the world. But years later, you realize, ah, I wouldn't have known that if that didn't happen, you know, and there's a lot of blessings in, in disguise. If you don't, if you don't focus on, you know, kind of what's a high point and what's a low point, you know, I just, I just really focus on the work and, and in the moment, if I'm, if I feel good and I'm doing the best job, you know, I leave it in the moment and then I move on to the next moment, you know? Excellent. And so what, cause one of my big things is you always should have a mentor. You should always have people that you can rely on. You can go to, Absolutely. And say, hey, you know, what should I do in this situation? Because your mentors are going to be able to tell you the pitfalls that you want to avoid. So what are some of right. the, uh, the role having a mentor has played in your career. Oh my God, it's been it's been probably one of the most important things for me um, is is having 
having a mentor or mentors that you can you can rely on because as you grow in any business, you're going to encounter different experiences that you've never faced. And um, being able to call on somebody and and ask them, you know, somebody that's been through what you're going through, uh, is is just invaluable. It, it allows you to to you know kind of minimize the mistakes uh, that you would make trying to do things on your own. You know, um, I my my biggest advice is everybody should have a mentor. You know, everybody, and you'll and you'll find multiple mentors along the way. Um, but one of the most important things, absolutely. Yeah. And any advice on, cause I always tell people you got to approach mentors the right way also, you know, because there've been times when I've asked people for assistance and they've said no, you know, and so absolutely. That I had to learn yeah. the right way to go about doing it. Any advice there? You know, it was all, uh, my mentors all came from the vein of me offering my services first. You know, as always, I respect, I admire what you do. You don't know me. But if there's any any way I can help you, let me help. You know, if you come from a place of help, it's really hard for anybody to turn you down. You know, because we all need help on some level, you know. Um, and what I find is the good mentors, you know, who who acquired all, the inform- all that information over the years, they want to give it to somebody. You know, they want to help. There's no better feeling in the world than helping somebody, you know. Uh, so I think you're right, and it's, it's all in the approach. But if you approach it through through your service, approach everything through service, you know. Um, and you'll definitely you'll definitely have an abundance of mentors to rely on. That's a sweet word right there. Approach everything through service. I love it. <laughs> so what would Absolutely. you say if? Um, there's a young kid, you know, or an older person who's looking to, you know, change careers. If you could give them probably the best piece of advice, you know, that you've learned or that you've experienced from being in the music industry, what what would you tell them? Um, I would say, you know, pick up a book, learn this business. Don't learn uh, what you see on Empire or what you what you heard or what you read, you need to really understand this business um, because knowledge knowledge really is power in this business and and you know there's a political side to it um, you know there's all these different revenue streams you have to understand how especially it depends on what area of music you want to work if you want to be an artist um, understand all the revenue streams understand how a hit record gets made. Um, understand marketing, you know, understand the tools that you, you can use to promote yourself. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's all about uh, succeeding in this business. is not just about being talented. It's about being smart. You know, the, the person who's, who's smart and less talented will always get further than the person who's talented and not smart, period. You know, I don't care how talented you are. Your brain is what's going to get you to the levels of success that you probably want to be at. So, I am so happy that you said that. I'm so happy that you said that. I was having a conversation with someone the other day, and they were talking about, we'll just say, they were talking about somebody who was famous, and they're saying Uh how that person is a complete idiot. And I said, (laughs) I don't think that's possible. 
I said, I don't think it's possible for someone to become a world-known person without them being (laughs) extremely smart. Because I said, you know, I think a lot of times people are playing roles and characters, so you may think Mm -hmm. that they're stupid, but I'm like, there's no way that you can get to that level of success without being smart. I don't believe it. Like people say, it's amazing to me when people say, oh my God, Kim Kardashian is so stupid. I'm like, are you, have you lost your mind? Yeah. (laughs) She's got to be one of the smartest people I've ever met in my life because she makes millions and millions and millions of dollars and she doesn't have a real, I don't know what she, what's her real career. (laughs) And that's no shade, you know? Her career is making money. Yeah. But I'm like, you got to admit that you, if anybody who's in that place, is that they have to be very smart to get there, even if it seems absolutely. Like yeah, and I and I think really, you know, um, what people fail to realize is this is called the entertainment business. You know, so this is people are going to make money when you're entertained, whether you think they're the best artists or the worst artists. If you're talking about them, if they're entertaining you in any way, they're probably going to be making money off of you. So. You know, we can't get it twisted on what's real life and what's entertainment. You know, um, nobody knows who Kim Kardashian is, you know, outside of the people who know who she is, the small group of people who know who she is. But the everyday person, you know, might feel like they know her, but they don't. You know, you just know what you see and what you hear. And you can't believe any of that. So that's, you know, that brings me back to my point. And if you want to be in the music business... You know, you need to get the real information. You know, you need to get the real, real information if you want to, if you want to progress. Um, yeah. So, but it's definitely possible and doable. You just have to um, be willing to sacrifice and, you know, and stay focused. Stay focused on what you want to do. Absolutely. And so, we've been talking really heavily about the back end of the music industry. But you go out and you look for artists every single day. And I know that there are thousands and thousands and thousands of people who are trying to be discovered every single day. <laughs> um, right. What advice, two or three things maybe, that you would say the best thing that artists should do right now if they want to get in front of an A&R executive? Um, well, I, I think, one, you should, you should utilize the tools that you have at your disposal. Uh, meaning the internet's going to be an artist's best friend. Um, the fact that you can go in your bedroom and for relatively cheap create a quality product and um, you know and, and put it up on iTunes without a label, without the middleman, it's priceless. The fact that you can go on, on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, whatever, and promote your work without a middleman for free is priceless. You know, um, you have all these tools at your disposal. So if I'm an A&R guy and you want to meet with me and I ask you, um, you know, so how, you know, do you have music on your socials or do you have anything on iTunes? And you tell me no, well, that means that you're not taking full advantage uh, of the tools for your career. And if you're, you know, who, nobody's going to go harder for you than you. Mm-hmm. So, um Take full advantage, you know, take full advantage of what you have. Um, you know, realize that, 
you know, when you sign to a major record label, you know, it's, you know, what you're doing is you're entering into a partnership. You know, you, you are giving up 50% of your creativity um, to allow us to, to tell, to, to, to come to an agreement on what you're making. You know, in, in a lot of cases it works, some cases it doesn't. You know, so while you're independent, realize that you have the, a lot of power. You have the power to create what you want to create. You know, it, it, you may not have the money, but you have resources to get around that. Um, and when you do, when you have even marginal success as an independent, you know, you if you can strike a partnership with a record label and have a more favorable deal. You'll have a, enough leverage to have a more favorable deal. Um, so value the independence, in other words, you know, because when you sign a record label, we give you a loan and we give you resources, but that loan has to be paid back before you ever see a dime. Um, so that's $200,000 you might have in your pocket. You know, you go spend that on a Rolls Royce or whatever it is you want to buy, you know, well, you're not going to really see much money, much more money until we recoup the money that we gave you. You know, so you have to look at it like that. Uh, so, you know, uh, and, you know, I just say that to say that nowadays, uh, more than ever, artists have majority of the power, you know, so utilize that power that you have um, and strike a partnership when, when, when ready, when it's time. I love that. I love that. And I think that's great, great, great advice. So before we close out here, is there anything that you know now that you wish you knew when you were starting your career, when you were starting kind of that transition of getting into um, the music industry? Um, is there anything that I know now that I, that I wish I would have knew starting out? Mm-hmm. Um, You know, yeah, there's a lot. I mean, for me, it's kind of like it's the same thing. Like, if I if I would have knew, um, if I'd have had more information on how things really, really work uh, in in the business, um, you know, I, I probably would have would have achieved success a lot a lot faster. Um, I think, uh, you know, if I would have utilized helping people, you know, from the very, very beginning instead of coming to that understanding later on. Um, yeah, I would have, you know, I would have moved a lot faster in this business. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, you know, at the end of the day, it's going to be tough. Um, when you start, just have faith and believe in yourself. It's kind of like walking into a cave where it's pitch black and you don't know what's in there and what's on the other side. It's just mm-hmm. scary, but you have to have enough faith that you're going to walk into that cave. No matter what, what you hit, no matter if you fall, you're going to get back up and you're going to come out the other side, you know? So just have a lot, you know, have faith in yourself. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. I think that's the perfect way to end our interview today. And I just want to say thank you again for taking the time to come out and speak to our listeners. This interview is going to help so many people. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. 
And no um, I thank you again, and, and we'll definitely see you on the next show around. Okay, sounds good. And, uh, oh, and, and if people want to get in touch me. with you, how do they do uh, that? <laughs> you know, I've always wanted to do this. I've never done this. It's, uh, it's like me promoting a record. Uh, so you can uh, <laughs> you can hit me up on Instagram at Sean did that S E A N did that uh, at Instagram dot com I believe uh, Facebook is Sean Bolden I don't even use really use Twitter but it, uh, but that Sean did that as well Sean did that okay so guys listen look up Sean did that on Instagram and follow and uh, again thank you so much really appreciate your time. Absolutely. No problem. Thank you.